0: Hey guys, welcome back to our channel, I'm Sharien, and this is Brian and we are Rowena Francis.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Today we are talking about another name of God and we are going to be talking about Jehovah Mephalti, the Lord, my Deliverer.
1: My Deliverer.
0: What would you say the most iconic story of deliverance is in the Bible?
1: That would be a very, very, very difficult question because the Bible is full of iconic deliverance stories.
0: Yeah, you know, that's kind of true. Yes. I think that the most iconic one would ultimately be Jesus dying on the cross. Yeah. Saving us from our sins.
1: That's pretty iconic in the big picture of things, for sure.
0: Ultimately. I think, like, there's lots of stories of deliverance, but Mm -hmm. I think that would, like, gain the prize.
1: Well we gained the prize because all of the other stories of deliverance are all actual foreshadowings of Christ coming and delivering us at the cross.
0: That's right. So the scripture that we've been talking about the last couple videos has been Psalms eighteen verse two. I'm just gonna go ahead and read it one last time. One more time, I don't know. If it's one more one time. Last time. One I more know. time. We might have
1: another few more times that we read the scripture. <laughs>
0: It says in Psalms 18, 2, which is also the same as 2 Samuel 22, 2. And it says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, mm-hmm. my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, Yes. my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Yes.
1: So I think when you look at these particular stories, you got David. This is the one who's writing this psalm. and I told mm-hmm. you they came out in you know, 1 Samuel as well. Uh, But really what he was talking about here is he's talking about all these different things that he was escaping from. You know, all the things that he was being pursued by, you know, kings and enemies and, you know, all of this wandering that was going around. And then he captures it all in this moment of deliverance Mm -hmm. uh, in in Psalms 18 too. And so I think it's just one of the iconic portions of the Bible after he was delivered on many occasions where he records this. And uh, it was... I think he does a great job first
0: of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think talking about deliverance, you can't get away from talking about Moses though. Moses. Right. I mean, I think that would be one of the major iconic yeah, stories in the Bible. Well,
1: I mean, he is known as, you know, one of the great deliverers the deliverer. in the Bible. So, I you know, we want we want to talk about Moses today?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So, Let's go back. The story of Moses is found in Exodus. And we're going to be covering about you know 19 chapters or something today. So uh, how does that sound for a good so place? So hopefully
0: we know our stuff.
1: <laughs> we're going to put it all on the screen for you guys. And we're going to just sit there. We're going to read all of these verses we're, and we, chapters no, for the next 25 minutes. We're not.
0: But you are more than welcome to open your Bible to Exodus and read this story after we tell you the account of what happens. Yes.
1: So what really happens is, is that this story all starts off with Pharaoh, and Pharaoh is essentially all of a sudden he's he's in fear because the Israelites have been multiplying in his land, and so what he he thinks is going to happen is is that at one point you know there's going to be a war or whatever, and then they're going to turn on him, and and the next thing you know they're they're going to be overthrown, and so he decides that he's going to afflict them and he's going to give them burdens and he's essentially going to make them slaves, and and this is how the story starts. Yep. And so what happens next?
0: Well, he oppresses them. He
1: oppresses the people.
0: And he causes them to, like you said, be slaves. And it breeds an opportunity.
1: <laughs> opportunity knocked. Yeah. And what did they do in that when that opportunity knocked? When you're oppressed, when you're abused, when you're beat up, when you're just you know, in a situation that, you know, is is just oppressive, what do you do? You
0: cry out to God. You cry out. You're like, God, help me. I I heard this quote. (laughs) I don't know if it's a quote, but I heard this thing that when people go through difficult times in their lives, Mm -hmm. they either run away from God or they run to God. And um, hopefully it's the latter that you do, running to Mm -hmm. God when you go through something. Because I think when you go through something that's just like so... Oppressive and and you're in that oppression. You're in that abuse. You have no other option but to cry out to God You need help you need deliverance and God is the one who can deliver you
1: Mm -hmm. And so here's the thing when you hear and it says in in scripture and it talks about people crying out to God Mm -hmm. This is this is a communication with God and what we know about communication with God is it's prayer so I mean they were crying out they were praying to God God help us Get us out of this situation. It's not great. And so God here intervenes, you know, and he he hears their cries and he sends a deliverer to act on his behalf. And so he gets this man named Moses and he sends him off to uh, Pharaoh.
0: And I love this story because in like, there's so many things that happen in this story. But at one point, God is like, you know, you're going to oppress my children. And he gets this like, I call it Mama Bear kind of instinct, mm-hmm. but you know,
1: Papa Papa Bear, Papa Bear, you know, Papa Bear. Like, yeah, I mean, but
0: he gets this like um, righteous he's a, indignation. He's of, angry. Yeah, you, you're gonna mess with my children, mm-hmm. and I can just say, like, there was a situation that happened with one of my kids a couple weeks ago, and just this indignation just rose up on the inside of me. This fierceness, like I was like, mm-hmm. don't mess with my kids, and. Um, and I don't know, as a parent, there's just something that is inside of you that, you know, when somebody is oppressing you or hurting you, you know, mm-hmm. you can you can almost take it to a degree, but when they move on and they start oppressing your children or they start mm-hmm. doing uh, things against your children, it, it just brings things to a whole nother level. Yeah. And God is like that. Yeah, you know, God, he is that fierce.
1: Fierce warrior, it actually says that he is. Yeah. And, and here's, here's, here's how you know what it was really exciting about it is, is that his instructions that he gave Moses to deliver to Pharaoh on his opening statements, right? So this is his opening arguments. He basically says, Israel is my child. And he says, let them go or else I'm going to kill your kid. Mm-hmm. That's exactly is the way that he opens up the statement. And, and then, you know, from progression after progression, you know, you know things happen and the next thing, you know, eventually they get to the 10th plague and all of a sudden, you know, all the firstborn are all dying in in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And, but but God opened up the statement. But in, you know what way.
0: you know what the cool thing is is that God gave so many opportunities mm-hmm. for Pharaoh to repent and uh, and to turn, turn his ways, you yep. know? And he does the same thing for us, you know? He gives us so many opportunities to repent. He gives us opportunity after mm-hmm. opportunity to turn away from the sin that is what's besetting us mm-hmm. and to turn to him. Yep. And uh, yep. I think that's the cool thing about God is that he, he's a merciful God. Yes. But
1: but we're also his kids.
0: We are also his kids. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't take that lightly. And he will act on our behalf. And he is that fierce warrior for us.
1: Yes. So through this whole process, right, uh, you know, we, we see which was the ten plagues that came, the mm-hmm. exodus. And, you know, there was a great deliverance that ended up taking place where the children of Israel left Egypt, mm-hmm. and the one thing that I love about this story that most people kind of overlook is, is that when the children of Israel left Egypt, remember, they were slaves all through this, this duration of time, it says that they, when they left, though, that they had went and they had took, um, uh, asked for all the jewelry and the different things from all the Egyptians who gladly gave it to them, and when they left on their journey, they left with the wealth of Egypt mm-hmm. all the way through. And then as, as it went into the Red Sea, Okay, you know, that's another great story, with, which, which is a continuation of this, where they went in the Red Sea. What happened in the Red Sea?
0: They didn't go in the Red Sea. They walked on dry ground.
1: They walked on dry ground <laughs> through the Red Sea. But the people who were pursuing them, yeah. God delivered them from by wiping them out in the Red Sea.
0: That's right. God is our deliverer. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we mentioned back at the beginning of the video is that God sent his son for us. Mm-hmm. so that he could deliver us from sin, so that he could deliver us from the evil in this world. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the most iconic, the most epic story of deliverance that um, that has happened mm-hmm. in our world. And he died on the cross for us so that we could be saved from our sins, so that we could be saved unto him and that we could have a life and live that life more abundantly in Christ Jesus. Yes,
1: and tie in with that, There's another part that I think is excellent is with the cross, right? God delivers us from sin, but he also delivers freedoms to us Mm -hmm. through the work that he did at the cross, which was also, you know, foreshadowed even in the Old Testament as well, where you know, it was like they were going into the promised land. And God was talking about how I've delivered the land already into your hands. Mm-hmm. So as Jehovah Mephelti, not only does he deliver us from situations, from oppression, from bondage as a protector, etc. But he's also the one who's delivering other things to us in results of freedom and prosperity and growth. And, and just, it's, 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 it's a two-way thing that mm-hmm. he really provides to us. And I just think that is... That's amazing. It is. It is. God
0: is amazing. God is faithful. Mm -hmm. And so we want to pray today. We want to pray uh, as Jehovah Mephalti, the Lord our deliverer. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. So we're going to pray.
0: Alright, Father, we just thank you that you are Jehovah Meffalty, our deliverer. I thank you, Father, that you have delivered us from the hand of the evil one. And I thank you, Father, that you are that fierce warrior that acts on our behalf. And I thank you, Father, that this day that you are delivering us from evil, that you are delivering us from the situations that are holding us back from uh, prospering, from doing your will, Father. And I thank you this day that we can walk in freedom, that we can walk in truth, and that we can walk in your your ways. I thank you, Father, that as Jehovah Mephalte, you are the one who has taken us out of the bondage of Egypt, Father, and that you have brought us to the promised land. Mm -hmm. And so this day, I thank you, Father, that we are living in the promised land today with you as our deliverer. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, thank you guys for joining us for another name of God. We will see you back here again in the next video. He's delivered.